0: But I am concerned about home title fraud, and that's our oh, okay. sponsor here. Glenn, of course, Home Title Lock. Sure. Uh, we talked about the, the, the uh, Manhattan District Attorney's Office. It had 2,000 complaints just in Manhattan on home. Can you not dre- get dressed in front of the camera? I, I don't even understand. What, is this your first day? Criminals, of course, look for uh, these uh, these uh, these uh, t- deeds to steal. And in just the 2000 in Manhattan, that's just one place. I mean, can you imagine how many there are around the country? It's one of the fastest-growing crimes in America. If you have a home, if you have equity in your home, you uh, you need to get home title lock. You need to get it now. Home title lock for pennies a the day. They put a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. Thank you, Glenn. <sighs> home title lock.com register your home to learn if your title has already been stolen if you register your home now you'll receive a free 100 hundred dollar free scan and report uh if you go to uh, register at home title home title protect your home now
1: the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenbeck program
2: Holy cow, there is a, a lot to discuss. Joe Biden and his criminal activity, Bernie Sanders, and his wonderful health care plan, which I don't know about you, but I love. I love. We'll begin there in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
2: First, let me talk to you if you're trying to sell your house. If you're trying to sell your house, I have the real estate agent for you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. They're going to find the person that is right in your neighborhood, right for your neighborhood, right for you selling your house uh, for the most amount of money and the fastest possible closing. It is realestateagentsitrust.com. They are experts in your neighborhood. They have a long track record of performance, and they do business like you. They share your values. So if you are looking to buy or sell a home, realestateagentsitrust.com. You'll find the right agent there, realestateagentsitrust.com.
0: Gosh, what is this? Oh, brookers i love brookers right yeah we're we're, gonna get to the. the, yeah yeah, hang
2: on just a second i want to get to there's a couple of things on today's show i am going to prove that we never went
0: to the moon (laughs) you've got some evidence i do have evidence i was surprised
2: about (laughs) okay so i'm gonna prove we never went to the moon and nasa is still lying to us uh you saw that uh, picture of the black hole Yes, I have. I have a theory. That is a glazed donut on a piece of black velvet. And he hit the lighting right, and you just knock the camera out of focus. And that's a glazed donut. That is not a black hole. Oh, first picture of a black hole. No, it's not. It's a donut hole.
0: (laughs) And I can prove it, and we will do side by side. To be clear, it is not a donut hole, which is something else you would buy, Mm -hmm. also known as a munchkin, Mm -hmm. which is hateful, I believe, Mm -hmm. by Dunkin' Donuts. Right. Uh, But no, yeah, it's not a donut hole. Mm -hmm. It's an actual donut with a hole in it that you believe represents what the black hole picture I, is I'm, I'm telling you nasa
2: says oh look we did, took a picture of but no you didn't you put a donut a glazed donut on a piece of velvet and uh, and and knock the camera out of focus, and that's what you're saying is a black hole. And I will prove it on today's program.
0: Now, before you um, do what you're about to do, because we're going to talk about Bernie Sanders' uh, Medicare for yeah, All yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And so let's start it with something that's going to make us need Medicare, mm-hmm. at least for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we have, first of all, donut talk. Second of all, we have tons and tons of ice cream to taste today this during is the, the show. This the greatest day of my life. Uh, this is I could die happy right now. I mean, I don't know why we're doing anything else. Forget right. Bernie Sanders. He's a socialist, whatever. I mean, whatever. <laughs> we're all going we to die whatever. someday. Um, no, we have uh, Brooker's Founding Flavors, which you talked about a couple of weeks ago.
2: Okay, these are people who started their own uh, ice cream store. And I am I am not kidding you. I've only had a couple of their flavors when I was out uh, by their store. And they came and they brought some ice cream a couple of weeks to me, uh, to a couple of weeks ago. And I said to my wife, I want a franchise. You actually came back legitimately pitching
0: for a franchise. You yeah, yeah to really no,
2: I really want a franchise. I want a part of this because they, I, I could die happy. I could retire and go work at an ice cream store. Mm-hmm. It'd be the greatest thing of my life. Yes. And it's got the Founding Fathers stuff in it. I, This is me. I'm all in. I wasn't necessarily all in until I've, I mean, I like the idea of an ice cream store. But this is, what is it, 18% butterfat? That is, I believe, what they said, yes. So now the best ice cream I've ever had is Bluebell here in Texas. Uh, yeah. And and people will talk about Bluebell. If you've ever been to Texas and you've had Bluebell, you talk about it and everybody's like, it is the best. And you don't think it could get better uh, once you've had it. And that is 14%
0: thirteen, butter? thirteen. 13. and And Bluebell does not even hit the 14%, which is the level for super- premium i think it is or mega premium or exotic premium or so there's some level of ice cream where you get there um because y- it's like the ice cream of kings right 14 blue bell is 14%. Bluebell's good ice cream but blue yeah. ice cream you go and you get in a half gallon at a grocery store like it's really good ice cream it, it, you know there's a level of like craft ice cream that is available now if you don't mind spending 12 dollars a pint for it yeah not craft with a k no, not craft with a K. <laughs> That's right. It's like craft beer, right? Like right. now, there's millions of these crazy varieties. Now, this one is not one of them because there's a lot of these are mail order, and I've actually ordered some of these before, and it's insane. It's like you know, triple the calories per. Have you, know, you had any of this? Yet? I haven't had any of it. I'm so <gasps> excited. So we have two flavors oh, to start off. Okay, okay. Um, we've paired the Adams together. There's Abigail Adams salted crack cookie advice. And Samuel Adams, father of the cookies and cream revolution. Okay.
2: <laughs> which one is the, which one's the white one? And I mean, which is kind really of the... a
0: question from someone? If someone knows ice cream, they know cookies and cream is obviously the one I with Oreos it's... in it. I can't tell which is but what you, what Oreo. Okay. Okay. What okay. okay I see it. All They're right. I see it. One's caramel. No. Oh, All right. Let's try it. Oh my gosh. This is so good. <laughs> which one are you trying? The cookies and cream one.
2: Well, I'm trying the other one. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Try the other one. Okay. The one with this has caramel in it and chocolate. I'm a big in it. caramel guy, too. And notice the ice cream. It is like. It's not, this sounds gross, but imagine mm. the the creaminess. It's almost like eating a stick of butter, <laughs> <laughs> not in a gross way. It doesn't taste. Like
3: it that. doesn't
0: taste like that. It's oh, just so creamy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's over the top. Oh, my gosh. It like sticks to your tongue. This is the best ice cream I've ever had. <laughs> it like sticks to your tongue. Oh my it gosh, is so this creamy. is good. And like this, this is why. And, and we've talked about this a million times. Oh my gosh, this is good. This is I even why had the cookies our cookies and cream one. This is why our country was founded. Uh, this is why this our is, listeners is, are so great. Well, listeners, yeah, listener. l- listeners whatever. <laughs> what I'm talking about is this nation was founded to create oh things like this. Gosh. You think they have this in North Korea? No Nor, there's no ice cream that tastes like this in Cuba. There's no fat in North Korea except on one guy. This is this is unbelievable oh, really good. Those are two and like we kind of started off with I mean these are two flavors that look really good. These are uh-huh. not I we have a whole menu of flavors tonight to taste test. This is not the one I would pick. I don't think I would pick either one of these. I do like Cookies and Cream. I like bit. Cookies and Cream. I would not have picked the
2: other one. Yeah, is but, that the Abigail? Yeah. And the, that is, I, I haven't even tried the Cookies and Cream.
0: That is unbelievable. Mm. So, two flavors. This is smoked, Brooker's. Yes, Brooker's founding flavors. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you have the Abigail Adams one, which is smoked salted caramel ice cream with crack cookie chunks. I'm and then rude. the Samuel Adams, which is cookies and cream ice cream, chunks of co- chocolate sandwich cookies.
2: It is my goal today today, to do two things. Blake Harris. His book was 33,336 or 32 um, two days ago. Yeah. It had been out for a month. Nobody had read it. This guy is a liberal journalist who found out the truth about what was going on because of Donald Trump and uh, the way the press was treating um, the supporter of Donald Trump. Uh, And it's a huge story. No one would cover it. No one. And this guy is a great writer. Last night, I got a note that his book is up to number four. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's number four from 33,000 to number four because of this audience. He has no other interviews. It's my goal to make that book number one. And it is also my goal for everyone to gain at least three pounds with, with, uh, with Brooker's uh,
0: f- what is it? Founding flavors? Yes, I've had three uh spoonfuls, so I already have gained the three pounds. Uh, <laughs> that's what it feels like. At least it is really good. So, we'll oh give my you gosh, this cookies and cream is—I've never tasted anything like that. It is really good, really good. Oh my gosh, this is good. By the way, yes, we're eating uh ice cream uh at this time of day. Yes, but we're looking we at my
2: retirement. I'm going to buy a franchise. <laughs> When they start franchise they don't franchise yet. When they start to franchise this you know what? This makes uh, Cold Coldstone Creamery
0: look like <laughs> I don't know dairy queen. <laughs> so is the Glenn way. He cannot give a compliment without insulting somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had to deal with this for twenty years. Twenty years of this. It's all always- But it's been a sweet Ice cream filled twenty years has it not? I will say I've, I've had more ice cream at work than I would have expected getting into this business. So thank you for that. Uh, should we talk? Uh, should we take a quick one-minute break and then one talk about the Bernie then, Sanders thing? Because yeah. there are differences in this Bernie Sanders Medicare for All thing from all the other pitches that you are not going to believe. This is worse than the NHS in England. It is. It is
2: Venezuelan healthcare. It really is. It will blow your mind how far we have come from obamacare where you can keep your doctors to oh, remember that you will not keep your health care you will not keep your doctor no matter what nope and it is this is a terrifying plan to be proposed in america in fact this plan is so radical it would not even fly in canada this is way beyond Unconstitutional canada
0: constitutional in canada,
2: canada. In Canada, this is really Cuban or Venezuelan healthcare. We'll get to that in a second. First, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's X-Chair. X-Chair is great because you could eat ice cream
0: all day and it will not collapse
2: uh, under <laughs> your weight.
3: It won't do
0: it. It won't do but it. We have 10 flavors. To eat. Well, is, does X-Chair guarantee its no. structural integrity? No, but past we're going to put both flavors. of them
2: that t- to the test. We're mm-hmm. going to disprove the black <laughs> hole picture. And prove that X-Chair can withstand (laughs) the weight of this program eating ice cream. Uh, X-Chair Basic, you can get it now. X-Chairs comes with 30-day, no questions asked, guarantee of complete satisfaction and free shipping. It's a little like this uh, Brooker's ice cream that you have to kind of sit in it. Uh, You have to, well, oh my gosh, sitting in ice cream. Next time we do this, I need a bathtub. Anyway, uh, you're going to have to sit in the chair before you understand how great it is, um, uh, and you will see. It's it's more of like a lazy boy than, than anything else. I mean, it's a good office chair, and you'll stay awake and stuff, but if you want to kick back, <laughs> you're dead asleep. I'm telling you an hour and a half into this show with this much ice cream, I'm dead asleep. X Chair. On sale now for a hundred dollars off. Just go to Xchairbeck.com. That's the letter Xchairbeck.com. One eight four four X chair. That's one eight four four X chair or Xchairbeck.com. We break for ten seconds station ID.
0: I mean are you just going to the st- ice cream of kings
2: I'm <laughs> telling you. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about Bernie Sanders. And there's <laughs> there's several le- layers of uh, healthcare. And so forget about the free market oh, thing. Oh,
0: dead. 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 We start at Obamacare as it was passed. Yeah, the five layers of crazy here right. when it comes to socialist medicine. So you start off with Obamacare as it was passed. We all know that system, right? You there's a a marketplace. If you don't have health insurance, you're, of course, forced to buy it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you're still forced to buy it. The individual mandate did not go away. They just zeroed out the penalty. Right. So you are technically in violation of the law. Just your penalty is zero dollars. So you go. there's a marketplace set up. They've got the gold and the silver and the bronze plans. And you go and you choose your wonderful Obamacare. We all know how crappy that is. And we know it kind of clearly because... You know, 18 of 18 candidates are saying we need to change this thing as fast as possible on the Democratic side. Right. It's not Republicans saying, I mean, sure, they're saying it, too. We need to get rid of Obamacare and come up with something else. But the Democrats are also saying we need to get rid of Obamacare and come up with something. And else. here's what's saddened our country today. This is America. And no one, no one is saying
2: let the free market work. This is the country that changed health care. Let the free market work.
0: No, 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 no. (laughs) It's not possible. It is sort of a rare point of view. Yes. So we know what that is. Now we go up an extra level to the next level of crazy, the second level of crazy in healthcare. And this is the Obamacare that Barack Obama ran on in 2008. So this is, if you remember, there was a big battle between Hillary and Barack Obama in 2007 and 2008 on what the program was going to be. Barack's solution was no individual mandate. As he most famously said, uh, if an individual mandate were to work for health care, why don't we just mandate that homeless people buy homes? Then we'll get rid of homelessness. Which is a really good point, except he completely abandoned it as soon as he got in office. So... Uh, You have this situation where Obamacare, with all your markets and your little marketplace and everyone can go buy their health care, and then one of the uh, options there is a public option provided by the government. It's one of your slew of choices as you go into this marketplace and you'll just see that one pop up and you can take that one, okay? That was Obama's idea. He could not get that through on Obamacare, so that is not part of the law now. So let's go to the third level of crazy when it comes to socialist medicine. You have this thing called Medicare for those who want it. We're getting into the Medicare for all now. And the now conservative approach from Democrats is something basically called Medicare for those who want it. So you could opt out of the whole system of Obamacare and your own private insurance. However, those things would still exist if you theoretically you could keep them if, if everything worked out for you and they didn't change the law on you. But in the marketplace, there'd be those marketplace choices, or you could just opt out of the whole thing. And you could just be like, you know what? I'm just in Medicare. So just, just, so, just so you remember, this is
2: really what conservatives said. Why don't you just do this? Why don't you just do this? If you want, if we're going to have to put more people on government health care, why not just expand Medicare for
0: those people who really, really need it, which is essentially Just, what Medicaid was. Right? Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so I don't know if they really. I mean, conservatives don't want an expansion. No, no, no. In I theory, know that, but-, but I'm saying, I'm saying the the the
2: conservative that said we have to do something for the poor and the blah 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 right. blah blah. Conservatives were saying you'll make it cheaper if you let
0: the free market work in the insurance industry. Of course. Yeah. I mean, if you think about this is like uh, with global warming, a lot of people will say, um, I want a carbon tax. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people on the left will say, I want cap and trade. And we're just, most people who out- look at these things honestly and say, cap and trade, you're just trying to fool us into thinking we have a market. Right. Right. where. Right where a carbon tax is really what you want you want a bunch of money so you can redistribute it and mm-hmm. say it's about global warming just go for the carbon tax mm-hmm. so that's level three so medicare x um medicare x is also what it's called tim Kaine just proposed this in the senate obviously not going to pass but that's the idea of it you'd have you'd be able to opt out of the system completely and just become a retired person right you're just on medicare um and everyone has that choice now medicare for all is the fourth level of insanity on socialist healthcare. And you've heard Medicare for all tossed around over a bunch of different products uh, and, and proposals. But the very basic idea of it here is your private insurance, if you have it through your in uh, your employer, that goes away. There's no more private insurance. We go to a, a real single payer healthcare vision for the future. So no. this means that every time you go to the doctor, mm-hmm. Your bill. You don't do anything. You don't have to pay. Uh, uh, well, sometimes there's a copay involved in these, but generally speaking, it goes to the government, and the government pays all the bills. The government is going to obviously eventually cut, co- uh, you know, control costs. They're going to set prices. They're going to ration care. All those things that we complain about all the time. Very common with single payer systems, delays, etc. So you go there, paperwork hell, yeah, for anybody in the
2: healthcare industry, and 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 honestly paperwork hell for you if you think that you you know you and your doctor are like you should have this test you may not be allowed to have that test you may not be allowed to have that medication no matter what your doctor says i'm sorry it's not available i can't i can't make that available the
0: government won't pay for it but in the medicare for all world there's a solution to that yes okay and uh it's something that like evil rich people Mm -hmm. like evil glenn beck Mm -hmm. would be able to do Right. Mm -hmm. What would you do if you were in this government-sponsored world where your only choice was Medicare? I would do what I'm doing right now, Mm -hmm. which is I provide really good medical care
2: for everybody in the office, Um, and I pay for I pay for almost all of it, don't I? Well,
0: for me, you pay for all of it. I I have a special arrangement. Wait, we'll talk about it. So anyway,
2: all right. So anyway, so I I do that for uh, for everybody, but I can afford the daily medical care so if you know i got to go to the you know urgent care i got to go get a shot or something like that i just pay for that Mm -hmm. i have insurance for catastrophic health care right okay because it's just it's cheaper for me and it's it's just better and i can get the care
0: that i want when i want it um because it's totally free market right totally free market think about this as far as comparing it to education right um if you are unhappy with public schools you may go to a private school. Mm-hmm. And so people who have more money might go and decide to spend more of their money to get them out of the school system. And they, and you actually end up spending less because doctors will work with you
2: and they'll say, okay, less you than know what? it would
0: normally cost, right? Yeah. Yeah,
2: they'll mm-hmm. say, because they're not doing any paperwork, okay? Because you're just writing them a check. So they're like, oh, my staff doesn't have to do anything. I just can take this check and deposit it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and so uh, the cuts down on their their time with red tape so they don't have to hire all those people and so what they do is they just uh lower the cost or many times they'll say uh you know what there's a cat scan or there's this test on over here it's a lot cheaper why don't you just go there
0: right so we go to the fifth level this is bernie sanders plan would make what we're talking about this sort of concierge care or care above uh, you know the normal or, or private insurance or Pri- private anything. Private insurance is already gone in level four of this craziness. Level five. Bernie Sanders' announced plan would make what Glenn is talking about illegal. So if you just believe the care was bad and you prioritize saving up all your money to go and get medical care on your own, it would be illegal to do it. You you have you have to leave the country. You have the money. You want to be able to go and have your
2: child treated for something that the government is like, no, I'm sorry. We're just not going to treat that. You have to leave the country because it's illegal to pay
0: anybody who can do that. Incredible. That's legitimately his proposal. And and you'll hear this buzzword coming up a lot in these debates in the next few months. Uh, It's called equality of care. They're no longer talking about the best care. They're talking about equality of care. The problem with you, Glenn, is you have too much money and you're getting better care than other people. But I am the guy who bought the $10,000 oh.
2: flat screen TV that allowed the companies to then sell it for
0: $400, you know, two years later. There's haves and have nots. We need to make that illegal. He's legitimately, he's legitimately outlawing the best care. That's That's his plan.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about blinds.com. This is the company that has 15 million windows covered and 30,000 five-star customer reviews. America's uh, America's number one online choice for affordable custom window coverings is blinds.com whatever you're looking for they make the entire process affordable and really really easy and right now they're bringing black friday sales to uh to april now through april 15th which is monday right yeah it's black monday it's a black monday uh it's uh april 15th tax day on monday black friday savings now through monday at uh blinds.com off everything plus an extra 5% off with promo code back. So if you saved yourself a lot of money and you're not paying as much in taxes, uh, go to blinds.com now through Monday, 45% off plus an extra 5% off with the promo code back. That's that's 45. That's 50% off blinds.com off of everything. Promo code back now until Monday
0: and get all the great shows from this week on demand at blaze tv.com slash glenn use the promo code glenn save 10 bucks you have to see the biden expose that happened last night
2: uh, we uh, we have to touch base on something that we've been working on all week, and that is the Biden bracket. We we started out with the 32 creepiest pictures of Joe Biden and uh, whittled it down. Yesterday, we found out as the as the listeners spoke and each picture was pitted against another. We found the. The most creepy or at least voted by the uh, by the audience, the most creepy picture of Joe Biden to talk about the Biden bracket, we go to our sports
0: desk with uh, Ted Stanley and uh, rock Rockwell. Hi everybody i 'm Ted Stanley along with Rock Rockwell. Hi rock Hi Ted. How are you I' very well, very well. the Biden bracket was an incredible week. We saw all sorts of incredible performances they, we're talking grotesque things that happened well <laughs> beyond what we believe is normal human interaction. Uh, some interesting things happened in the early rounds, I felt, and that the number one overall seed in the tournament, which was Joe Biden nuzzling up under a biker chick as his, her seemingly two boyfriends look on in horror. That one I really thought was going to go far and got knocked out on the second round. Rocky. That was a huge upset, Ted, uh, because that was a
3: strong entry for, for Joe. She was sitting directly on his lap. Uh, and uh, b- both the men in her life were uh, were were not looking happy about it.
0: Yeah, and if you really look at the details of this photo, you'll notice that the sh- the the name on the biker guy on the right who looks horrified. His name is Troll. And if you look even closer, you'll notice it's actually President Troll. Now, that is actually on his jacket if you look at the photo. That is not something we expected. Uh, but there it is, uh, of course. Uh, we also had that one, and I will say, in the first round. It had a, did win in the first round, but won against a very surprising competitor, which was Joe Biden leaning over a series of chairs mm-hmm. to put his hand on the inner thigh of Samuel Alito, a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> <laughs> I had never seen that one before. Uh, (laughs) It really really made a difference also i'll say that the loss went to uh a a, an interesting photo with the former defense secretary of uh, barack obama ash carter and his wife and and he was speaking and focused on a speech while joe biden almost made out with his wife right behind them (laughs) Uh, seeing that in a public setting was shocking pat that was one of uh, Joe's more impressive. Or, rock, sorry. What, one of Joe's
3: more impressive performances. Wait a minute.
0: This is starting to come apart. <laughs> he really nuzzled in there. He got a good whiff of the hair. He got his head in, He got his nose right up into those follicles. I'm pretty sure there was a little tongue involved, too, in the back of her neck. Uh, how, Ted, that was very, very impressive to a me. great point. We can ask Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden later. How does hair taste we'll find that out on a future program uh, also uh, uh, an early uh, leader was joe biden as he's talking to uh i don't know if it's the parents another senator and wrapping the uh, his hand only around <laughs> onto the stomach of a teen a young teenaged girl and seemingly checking her if to see if she has abs <laughs> is how i would describe that motion uh, Rock, I just I I was surprised to see that it but. was
3: a bold move. That's a uh, that's uh, that's one that makes you proud of uh, of Joe and his prowess uh in this event. You know, I I hate to break in as uh, the anchor man here
2: and 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 delve into sports which I know nothing about. That's right, that's right, Glenn. You do when, know
3: nothing about when he was. you not was, a man. He's not he was, a man, is he, Rock? When he was he's not a
0: he's, a, he has, he's about ninety eight percent woman. <laughs> he certainly is. If we were doing a show about chitty chitty bang bang, he'd <laughs> be able to come come in comment com over and over again. But he really. Or sound, sound of Music. If Sound of Music about. is the topic,
2: Glenn's so your I'm back. just what I'm saying here is he might have been checking for abs, but to me it appears he was just checking for any kind of lumps the young 13 year old <laughs> might have been developing. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> I think we'll leave we'll leave that one alone. Go check that one out on the internet. Uh, there are some moments in which that does look like it could be happening a little bit. Uh, we also have uh, Chris Coons's daughter, who is a young a young. Woman, uh, and you know, one of the interesting things we we we've all seen uh, people who want to say they're they're really uh, advanced at groping, Rock. But what sets someone like Joe Biden apart here is the ability to walk right through the obvious human signals of someone pulling away. You know, it's one thing to to grope someone against their will. It's another thing to sniff their hair as they continually pull away, and then try to land a kiss on their cheek. <laughs> uh, any good performer, Ted, needs to have
3: amnesia, and uh, <laughs> and Joe seems to have no problem forgetting all of his past faux pas
0: and just moving forward with the performance. Like like a, 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 a an offensive uh, guy off the bench, a 6 man who comes in and tries to put some offense in. You got to have no you gotta have no conscience. You can't no be conscience, sitting there. No fear. You just got to go for it, and that's what Joe Biden. Always does, as he did with a reporter at a Christmas party, where he wrapped his hands around her and seemingly inched towards her breastral regions. As the her breastral her breastral regions. As a
2: anchor, I would just like to point out. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know anything about sports, but I don't
3: think. Brestial is actually a word. <laughs> no, it actually should be snoobage. Uh, snoobage <laughs> is actually the word
0: that you're looking for. There. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Rock. Also, you know, an interesting, I thought, moment in this tournament was Joe Biden reaching over, bringing in close a, a, an Eva Longoria Interprime and getting right again in there, sniffing every bit of that L'Oreal or whatever the hell she had on. Um, and I think that one did not advance too far in this tournament because she looks really good and people understood it. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> you know, I think was like, all right, I kind of would have done the same thing if I were Joe. <laughs> your thoughts on that rock Rockwell? Yeah, that, that's an underrated
3: uh, performance from Joe uh, because uh, a lot of people might have been intimidated by the, uh, by the person on the other side of the affection. Uh, but Joe had no such qualms. He doesn't care. Uh, Joe's Kids. aggressive
0: adults men none care. of it matters to joe biden now if we got down to the final four yesterday we had the red dress girl he was checking for abs or lumps we have uh chris coon's daughter who is visibly pulling away and then after she pulls away multiple times he goes in for a kiss that is something you don't normally see i'll tell you that much
3: then that is persistence.
0: You had the reporter. Of, can you imagine someone from another party groping a reporter on camera what that would do to your news feed? But you didn't even notice this one because it was Joe Biden. And then you also had a young, another young, and this one was tough. I thought this one picture, which actually made it all the way to the final two, was maybe... It just seems like his hand is dangling in a very unfortunate place. But I guess if you believe Joe Biden, it, you know, pa- uh, uh, Rock, we talk about this all the time. <laughs> you Unless know, it's Pat, you keep mistocking <laughs> me for <before. laughs> You know, it's, it was your fill-in when you were sick last week. <laughs> uh, when you have these sorts of performers, when you go to the top, you have people who walk through anything. You have people who do things unconsciously. It's not like they're thinking through every moment. They just go out there. They just hit the ball. They just pull up and nail the jump shot. That might be Joe Biden this spot. I don't know that he's intentionally groping this child. But he's just so good at it, it almost happens naturally. It
3: is natural for him, I think, Ted. I, I think that uh, that when Joe sees a female, or a male for that matter, and they're in close proximity, he is uh, his hands just naturally go into action.
0: He's had so much training in this field. Or he has the worst luck in the world. Hands constantly just going into private parts of women. And we also have the winner yesterday was named on the glenbeck program uh, this is i i'm not sure if, if you're familiar with this program at all do you have any idea what they do i have uh, no idea at all. i he no looked like an insane conspiracy theorist <laughs> he had all these magnets on the board and he's thrown around and screaming about something i don't know uh, but i will say the girl in the red dress being checked for abs slash lumps was the winner <laughs> and joe the, the the just the incredible achievement of doing that on camera And a public event really, I think, is what put that over the top. I think if it happened uh, behind closed doors, uh, you'd you'd say to yourself, well, that is weird. And that person should be put in prison. But this, (laughs) to do it in front of cameras over and over again, wow, what an achievement. Our champion in the 2019 Biden bracket joe biden while talking to the mom gropes his daughter <laughs> well not his daughter her daughter i guess care. Right, okay. whoever it was right uh and i don't know we did not get any results of the lumps uh, we don't right. know hopefully we never
3: test find
2: results out. will
0: will uh will be uh, returned soon thank you ted stanley and uh, rock rockwell i to appreciate it. <laughs> this broadcast brought to you by Brooker's Ice Cream, Brooker's Founding Flavors. They've got 10 flavors for us to try today, and we better eat them all. Yeah, First, I want to tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It is LifeLock. The IRS
2: is warning about a, a scam email It's coming out with an attachment that says tax account transcript or something like that. Don't open it. Don't open it. The IRS doesn't send you emails like this, like, hey, we lost your bank code. Uh, so, don't open anything from the IRS. That's malware. People right now are phishing. The people that um, that you need on your side is Lifelock. Lifelock.com. I want you to use the promo code back. You're going to save 10% off your uh, membership this year. And it is so well worth it. I can't tell you how many times that I have uh, had, had problems, and they have alerted me, and they took care of all of the problems. I just had a meeting. <clears throat> I just had a meeting with my security um, company that does security on my family, and they are currently tracking 700 threats to my family. I was like, oh, but only 700. Okay. They said the one thing that we have to do is we have to make sure we get on the dark web. and start looking for things about you on the dark web. And Technically,
0: like, it's 698 plus Ted Stanley and Rock Rockwell. <laughs> uh, and the dark web is really frightening and nobody's
2: looking at it. But as they said, but a lot of people are there and uh, it's not just for people like me. It's it's you. Your information is awesome up for sale i can almost guarantee it it's up for sale you need somebody watching over you and that is lifelock use lifelock.com use the promo code back i have this system and they have saved me several times it is lifelock.com promo code back or 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com don't forget promo code back welcome to the uh (laughs) welcome to the program
0: so glad that you're here uh, Glenn. Hi, Glenn. We have. Now, now that's in my head all day. I, yeah. I can only talk that way. Um, we have two flavors from Brooker's Founding Flavors.
2: Okay. Now, we... there's this, this is a local company that is out mm-hmm. of Utah, uh, and it's uh, there's only one store. And I am I'm telling you, guys, the minute you go
3: franchise, I want one. Mm-hmm. 18% butterfat in this ice cream. Yeah. I think I've only had that I know of. As high as fourteen. Fourteen is like pretty high. fourteen
2: is the super mega, premium. Mega, mega yeah. I don't know premium. if
0: they even make anybody ever makes eighteen <laughs> percent. You could taste the difference. Uh, so they have two flavors here. We have Thomas Jefferson's Declaration of Cookie Dough, right. which is salted milk chocolate ice cream with chunks of chocolate chip cookie. This is the lighter one in your bowl, Pat. All right, um, and they also have chocolate white chocolate chip cookie dough. Jeez, are we and, ready to try? Yeah, yeah we we'll try that one first. Yeah, that is which the, one is the dark one? The dark one is Patrick Henry's. Give me chocolate or give oh. me death. Dark chocolate ice cream with chunks of chocolate fudge chip brownie, chocolate okay, truffle, which and a swirl of oh, chocolate. Oh, it's
3: un- I'm doing the Jefferson one now. Okay. It's oh. really good.
0: Wait, wait. Yeah, try the
2: creaminess the- is unreal, unreal. Try the. Um, mm. By the way, these are listeners mm. of ours, and you know they they just decided. Mm. You know what? I want to start. I, I want to go into business for myself. I want to make ice cream, uh, and I want. And he's a big history buff, right? Huge history buff. Yeah, yeah. and it's great, and it's a family-owned thing. Oh, Try
3: really the good.
0: Patrick Henry. Hey, mm. okay, Patrick Henry's, give me chocolate or give me death. Which is not the right quote, by the way. I don't know if they know that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Historian, <laughs>
2: I will tell you. I will tell you this: if he had that chocolate, it would have been the right quote. <laughs> he would have been like, "I don't care. Mm-hmm. Oppress me all you want. Give me right. that damn chocolate or oh, give man. me death."
0: I will say too, like I like chocolate as. But I'm not usually a fan of the chocolate on top of chocolate on top of chocolate ice creams. That is usually. That's really good. Mm -hmm. Usually that is way too much chocolate. Yeah. It becomes, because it becomes like. um, It's like a parlor trick. It's like, how much can you jam into this thing? Right. This is actually a good taste. That is really Mm. good. But notice, notice it is almost black ice cream. Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's got so much chocolate in it. It's like black. Mm. Yeah, it is. It's very dark. And it is wow. phenomenal delicious. It is better than Bluebell.
2: By a lot. Oh, by a lot. <laughs> and that I think is the best the best ice cream in the country. Would you agree with that?
0: It's The probably best, best probably mass best produced, iPad. yeah. Yeah, mass produced. Oh, awesome. mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is fantastic. I mean, it is like it's over the top. I mean, it's really good. We have this, they oh, have they, to start selling
2: this stuff oh, online. I know they're starting to. Just go to Brooker's uh Founding Flavors on Instagram and just follow their page because they're going to start selling this nationwide how they get and this to us is on uh, dry ice yeah miracle
3: of oh, of overnight delivery because i gotta do this that's incredible is
2: not that the best ice cream you've had oh it my is. god that's it really is, good i think
3: by far i mean
2: i've had a lot of people say oh no that's the best ice cream i've ever had the only time i've ever felt that way was that lived up to the expectations was uh blue bell yeah and this is better And this is much better.
0: Yeah. Did you know that 16 of the 18 Democratic candidates want to outlaw ice cream? People don't know that. No one's telling them. No one's (sighs) telling them that. I think that might be the one thing that would doom them all. <laughs> I don't know. They're be. going after I big screen TVs. What? No. What? I was amazed at that. Like, you know, when you, they talk about the environment and stuff, they're like, "Well, we need to cut back on electricity." Well, what? What should we do? Should we change a coal plant to, you know, a solar plant? No, let's get rid of people's big screen TVs. They're not talking about that. Are they, they are. Or they waste too much energy. Whose policy is that? Well, it's not one of their policies. No. but It's one of these. It's an environmentalist target. They do that. They do your nice cars. They're not your no. nice big houses. Your air conditioning. They go after the things that make your life good when none of us look we would we would be pissed off about paying more but the electricity that comes from any different type you know nuclear uh, solar wind it's you know when it gets to your house if it gets to your house it's electricity and you use it the same way taking away people's creature comforts i think is similar to what we were talking about with biden or with, uh, with Sanders, Sanders. When it comes to not about getting the best health care, it's equality of care. They don't want someone like evil Glenn Beck to be able to pay to yeah. get better care I than the poorest the person in our one. society. Just crazy. Well, because you're awful in, it in so many ways. But I think that, <laughs> <laughs> but I, wait a minute. I, <laughs> I just shared my ice cream with you. <laughs> no, I mean, it's true that this is, you're going to start hearing about equality of care a lot, and that's how they justify it. When you say, well, wait a minute, what if what if I can't get the care that I want? Well, the problem with the care that you want is it's better than what other people are getting. So you can't get it anymore.
3: And that resonates with their... people, because they've been working on this class warfare for a long time, yeah. and they beat people down with it. And I, I think there's a lot of Americans now that are responding to it. Sadly, But you know what? Sadly true, it is the evil people that have money
2: that change the world. I was on a machine last night developed by a fan of our audience that I think can help our veterans and help people like myself and Pat out of pain, like nothing else. I want to share that
0: with you coming up.: Thank you, Hillary. Uh, we have real estate I our sponsor here for the spotlight. Uh, I know a lot of people, I mean, we're getting into that point now where this is like primetime home buying season. Yeah, this is it.
2: This is it. This is when people put their house up for sale. They get them ready for sale. Uh, and then they try to sell it before the next school season starts.
0: Yeah, and you also don't want to sell it. If you live in Texas, you don't want to try to sell it in the summer because that's death. No one wants to walk into your home when it's 174 degrees outside. Actually, I found the opposite. Everybody wants to walk into they your were, home. Uh, they just <laughs> they don't like, want to get out of the car. Like, yeah, there's a
2: run quick. Kids, run to the car. Do not look back. Just get into the house. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, it is a, uh, it's a it's remarkable system that we have put together that helps you find the right agent because there. The, are the, is a huge difference between agents. Uh, the people who really have the expertise, they have the systems, they know your market, uh, and they can price it right, and people you can trust. I mean, that's a tall order. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is where you go to find that agent. We help you do it. This is my company that we have spent a lot of time on and done all of the vetting of these agents. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The Fusion.
1: Of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck program.
2: I want to tell you two remarkable stories. And when I say I'm going to tell you, we found a guy this week who uh, is telling a story that no one, no one is telling. And he is paying a very high price for it, but it affects you directly. And it is. It's all about freedom of speech and freedom of thought and these big high tech companies as they try to squash people. And it's a story told by a guy who didn't think any of that stuff was true. It was not a and still is not a conservative doesn't agree with the things that I say. Yet, he was brave enough to tell the truth and paid a very, very high price for it. I'm going to tell you that story in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
2: We're entering the time now where people are buying and selling homes. If you are looking for a mortgage, you can get qualified in about 10 minutes. Uh, and it's not a one size fits all operation. This is a family owned operation. Uh, all of the people there do not work on commission. They are all salaried. So they are not taking kickbacks from the banks. You know, the banks will come and say, hey, if you sell this mortgage, you just we're really pushing this one. We'll give you a kickback, etc., etc., et cetera, They don't do that. They look for the right one for you. They work for you. That's why they have an A-plus rating with the BBB and 2,500 Google reviews. Um, it is the only mortgage company I have ever done any, any work for nationwide or even locally. I, d- I don't like the mortgage business because I... Because we all think, oh, I hope the bank gives me a loan. They're charging you through the nose for that. So please look at it from the other way. You're, you're giving them tons of money. So they, uh, so they lend you money to live in your home. No, 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 no. Make sure you look at it that way. They're not giving you anything. And the people who work for you are American Financing. Call 800 906 2440, 800 906 2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 1 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Glenn, I don't recall what time of day it was where my article went live. But I remember it was Saturday and within 30 minutes of being published, I had already been called a Nazi, a white supremacist, a stupid effing liar. In fact, a longtime friend, one of my college roommates actually even tested me, uh, texted me and said that he was embarrassed for me. And that it was really sad that I had gone from a writer with so much promise to a misguided MAGA apologist. I vividly recall reading that text message. As I did, I wanted to crumble. I wanted to evaporate. I wanted to go back in time and never have started work on this book in the first place. I remember specifically thinking, this is supposed to be a book about a scrappy tech company filled with colorful characters. This was supposed to be a book that had nothing to do with politics. What had I gotten myself into? And more importantly, what's the point Why was I going out of my way to try to set a record straight for a multimillionaire whose political views I often disagreed with and who had supported a presidential candidate that I found repugnant? Why hadn't I just picked another fun, loving, beloved topic like Sega and Nintendo, my last book? That would make everybody happy and nostalgic to read. And everyone, uh, everyone would er I would earn applause from everyone and the press and the pride from my friends. For several minutes, I sat there feeling sorry for myself, continuing to wonder again and again, what was the point? What was the point of continuing to push my deadline to try to dig deeper into what really had happened? And then for all my extra works, met with little more than ire. Seriously, what was the point? And then, aided by a refreshing cup of coffee, the answer became overwhelmingly obvious. Because that's what journalism is. You follow the story wherever it takes you and never, however tempting it may be, the other way around. You follow leads. You examine evidence. You continue to dig deeper and deeper until you get to it. You get to the truth, not for the praise you think you deserve, not to try to be everybody's best friend. But because however fast or partisan or cynical the world has gotten, the truth still matters. It still matters so much. So, so much that from that moment forward, I knew chasing the truth was more important than whatever it might cost me and my career, especially because I could afford it both literally due to the success of my first book and figuratively due to my having front row seats to see what Palmer uh, Lucky Palmer had gone through going from a beloved high-tech wonderkin to Silicon Valley's biggest pariah and my knowing no matter how bad things might end up for me they'd never be worse than what he had already gone through this is from a private letter that I received uh, from Blake Harris I got it a couple of nights ago, and I asked for his permission to share it. He's with us on the phone now. The book that he wrote that has cost him his career and his friends and his standing is the history of the future. When he was on the program, what, three days ago, his book was 33,000, I think, 332. Uh, Last night, I got word that it hit number four. The only exposure that he had had up until this program was this program. No one wanted to support him because of the truth of this book. Half of it is about the miracle of the free market and inventors and 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 how one kid in a trailer can change the world. Then it takes a political turn and not by his choice welcome to the program Blake Harris
4: thank you so much for having me on and I, I mean I, I texted your producer the other day and and also wrote in that email that my my job is literally to come up with words but I am still sort of speechless uh, you know before we get into it I really just want to thank you again so much and 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 your listeners and your viewers. You know, to go from th- being my book being ranked thirty three thousand to number three, and even surpassing number, number four, three. What, number three.
2: We're going to get it to uh, number I mean, one, is, <laughs> Blake. You're going <laughs> to have a number one bestseller.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's obvious. It, it's life changing, and and um, beyond it being the greatest feeling in the world, it, a, a close second is just the dozens of letters that I've received from your listeners over the past few days, um, just. Just saying thank you i mean like, like to the point is that i made in that email um you know no one was saying thank you and that's not why i do it but it's certainly nice to hear yeah I know. Uh, and and to hear it from people who probably have pretty different views than me um that's wonderful because the point who can't it's, it's irrelevant it's not about left and right it's about right and wrong you know
2: i tell you blake it, the um the media gets much of america wrong um and uh and the left and the right get th- much of america wrong we're not as in uh, we're not as uh, focused on winning as we are living truth and letting the chips fall where they may we we are very interested in everybody being free and being able to express who they want to, to you know what they want to express and very much into i i mean i've at the height of my Fox days, and for years after, one of my key uh, people on on uh, the daily line of production was a San Francisco Progressive that voted absolutely every time the complete opposite of me. And we're good. We're good friends. I appreciated her counsel. I asked for her counsel. I mean, it was an important thing to work and have many different views around me. Otherwise, you just get trapped in an echo chamber. And I think people are sick of my way or the highway.
4: Well, oh, that's that's what I makes these conversations even more important and timely is that at the end of the day, Palmer lucky is just a proxy for what is going on with big tech. You know, he is a high profile story, but it's a story that that so many people have experienced to some degree, either it's happened to a friend, some sort of censorship and, and Facebook's my way or the highway mentality is, is just going to keep getting stronger unless we push back on it. In fact, um, you know, I, I mentioned on the show the other day that I, basically spoken to Palmer Lucky um, every day for the past three years for the book, but but I still continue to talk to him and, and let me pull this up. But, you know, yesterday we were just chatting, um, about what is it? It's a uh, Facebook's new content policy. <laughs> uh, where is it? Um, yeah, they, they, they posted a new policy, um, to the Facebook newsroom It's called uh, remove, reduce and for new steps to manage problematic content. Um, and, you know, one of the things it says is, if a meme doesn't constitute hate speech or harassment, but is considered in bad taste, lewd, violent, or hurtful, it could get fewer views. And so, you know, that, that's... Uh, first of all, l- let me... I think I can guess what kind of content is going to be considered um, <laughs> lewd, hurtful, um, inappropriate. It, it, it's certainly not going to be uh, e- equally... Uh, no. content ...from liberal content and, and conservative content, first of all. And then second of all... Just the fact that it might get a few reviews, you know, we have we, we we talk sometimes about shadow banning, um, and basically not even you know that that's so bad that you don't even know that your content is being banned mm-hmm. or you know mitigated. And, and Facebook is here basically saying, "Yep, we've given ourselves the rights to do that. Um, don't worry about it. It's our way or the highway." But we'll say it in a more eloquent manner.
2: So, Blake, let me ask you, because you are a uh, liberal, you don't necessarily, I can't even imagine, uh, you know, what you and your friends, and you're not real political, so maybe you didn't have, but I'm sure some of your Silicon Valley friends had great opinions of me, um, and uh, <laughs> and you don't need to reinforce that like that, but... <laughs> um, but... Uh, uh,
4: they, they, they were not your biggest fans, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, I know that, I know they, they that. you do appreciate... Um, you know, I've talked to them about I, I didn't share your private email, but uh, I, I told them some, some of the points that you made. And um, they, they, I, I guess at the end of the day, what I hope my book does, and, and it goes to what you just said, that the left and the right don't really have a proper opinion of each other or of the country. Is I, you know, I talked to my friends on the left and they have such a inaccurate, crazy opinion of the right. And, and a lot of my friends on the right. Of The people that I talked to for this book that were on the right, they have such a crazy opinion of the left. And, and at the end of the day, I think that we're all so much more similar than we believe. Yes. And I hope this book, in some small way, makes you realize, oh, the, the other side's not out to get me. They're not bad. They're not evil. They just think of certain things a little bit different. So you know I agree. So, so that
2: leads me right to what I was going to say. I agree with that, and I went in to meet with Mark Zuckerberg about four years ago, and I really liked him, and I really thought he was being sincere, um, and he wasn't trying to stifle people's voices and everything else, and I stuck up, uh, stuck up for him, and I took massive amounts of heat for it, uh, but I was willing to do it because I believed him. I no longer believe him, uh, and so there there are, there are these questions that you say, well, wait a minute. They're not out to get us, but yet their policies are going that way to stifle the the thoughts of people like me or anyone else and make me into a hate monger or my audience into a hate monger. And and we're all racist and we have no platform. Well, that is that that is uh, the, the, the very definition of an enemy somebody who is trying to stifle my thought and categorize my thought into something that is not just another opinion, but hateful.
4: Right. And I think that that's what I've come to learn is that there's this compartmentalization that allows for sort of that, you know, double thing to quote George Orwell, where I do believe that Mark would probably pass a polygraph that, that for many of the things he says, and then he just, plays this uh, semantic gymnastics where, you know, if, if he believes, of course, his, his Facebook is a platform for uh, diverse views, but then you take something as simple as uh, abortion, you're pro-life versus pro-choice, and then he would think, oh, well, well pro-life is not a just a diverse view. That's immoral. That's extreme. That's probably a better case he made the other way around. Right. And myself even being pro-choice. Uh, but, you know, that, that's kind of what I started to see once you do that. I just went down the list of of conservative perspectives and thought there is not a single one here, whether it 's taxes or immigration that 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 most liberals I know would say is you know I disagree with, but that's that 's a fair perspective to have. Most people would just say most liberals I know would just say well well that one's wrong.'
2: So, so you know so here's here and and then I'll take a break and let you think on this. and then I want to talk a little bit about the book because i I started reading it. It's fantastic. Um, but uh, the um, uh, the the one thing that comes to mind is I had dinner last night. Uh, with a guy who doesn't agree with, or two nights ago, that doesn't agree with me on anything. In fact, he was a big enemy of mine, you know, quote unquote. Uh, and we had a very public battle, and it's not Van Jones for anybody who's thinking it is. Uh, and um, we had a great dinner. He asked to say, you know, I've seen a change in you, and there's been a big change in me. Can can we just talk? So we did, and we we discovered we still don't agree with each other on anything, but we had a really good conversation. Then he wrote to me and he said, I saw you on Hannity. And he said, I can't square the two. He said, how how are you saying this about the border? Uh, And, you know, blah, 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 blah. And what it was, I had to write to him last night and say, look. There's one thing about a welfare state. You want a big welfare state and you want the free market and you want the Constitution. That's great. There's another thing about saying, hey, I want socialism and not Swedish socialism because that's a free market. They're more free than we are. Um, That's just a big, big welfare state with a very free market. Uh, And we can talk about that. But when you're starting to talk about things like banning the free market on healthcare. Then I got trouble with you. But if you're a communist who is looking to overturn the Constitution and you're trying to do it intentionally through overwhelming the system, I don't have a lot of nice things to say. (laughs) I mean, I, I think we should be all be able to agree that there are lines that you just say, I, I can't cross that. I can't, I, I can't cross that. If we're going to have a civil society, there are a few things that we have to agree on. And I think that the left is allowed to gr- group everything from a big welfare state to communism together and say, look, it's all the same. No, no, it's not. It's really not. I want to get your opinion on that and a little bit on the bu- uh, about the book. In just a second. I cannot, please. He's up to number three. We're almost there from 33,000 to number three. Let's make this a number one bestseller. And it it's so worth rewarding somebody who has taken so much heat. The History of the Future. Just buy it on Amazon now. The History of the Future by Blake Harris. It is really a tremendous read. Uh, all right. Sponsor this half hour is Filter by. Here's another great example of American ingenuity. There's a guy on Wall Street. He finds out that his grandfather's business is finally closing. It was his grandfather's business. Uh, And um, it's going to put this little teeny town. It's going to put all these factory workers uh, out uh, out to pasture. And it's the factory of the town. And he's like, there's got to be something we can do. What that factory had been making was no longer relevant. So he's like, okay, so if we've invest, what can we do? He thought of filter by making air filters here in America for your HVAC system, for business, for home. And he said, if we can make them uh, better and we can make them cheaper and we can reinvent it. So you're not just going to Home Depot, but we send them to people when it's time to change the filter. I think we have a game changer. I think he does. FilterBuy, B-U-Y, FilterBuy.com. Get your filters now at FilterBuy.com. They come to the door. All you have to do is pop it in. You never have to go to a store. You never have to think about it. And if you do the automatic renewal, you'll save 5% right now. It's FilterBuy.com. Go there now, filterby.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Jeez, we only have... Blake, I I know you're not going to shout about this, but we're going to have to have you on again. I I just looked at the clock and I've only got about 3 minutes here. Uh, and I have I've earmarked so much in this book that I want to talk to you about. Um uh geez, where do I start? Uh, you know what? I'm going to save the political stuff for next week. Let me just ask you this one question. Sure. What what is so inspiring about the first half of this book is the game changer that mark zuckerberg and i think palmer lucky really uh, uh really felt um uh, oculus was he was looking at it as gaming uh mark zuckerberg had a bigger vision for it and he thinks it's going to change it's going to be as big of a change as the cell phone do you agree with that
4: um i certainly agree in the long run that it will be um i, I think that you know, the book opens with Mark comparing um, the VR and augmented reality, the revolution to the smartphone revolution. I don't think it's going to be uh, quite as quick as that. But at the end of the day, we're going to have the computing power to to literally, uh, you know, distort our realities um, by putting on a headset or eventually a pair of glasses or eventually contact lenses. Um, So I do believe that it is going to be a game changer to that degree and, th- and that's why you know I, I, so much of um this book because i couldn't talk to people about it um because i didn't know who i could trust with the, yeah. the political stuff and stuff i uncovered you know there was so much a uh, mental tug of war in my head and, and i did wonder you know am i abandoning the original story to go tell this political story you know the final hundred pages of the book are not that much about virtual reality yeah um you know is that is that bad um no
2: no, it is. I tell you, it makes this book, it makes this book, uh, so readable and so real because it does all of a sudden take this twist. That's today's life. It's really an amazing book and a microcosm of what's happening. The history of the future. Get it now, Blake Harris.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about blinds.com. Uh, this spring, don't wait. Don't wait to buy or sell your home. Treat yourself with a fresh new look from Blinds.com. With over 15 million windows covered and 30,000 five-star customer reviews, Blinds.com is a number one, uh, the number one online choice in America for custom window coverings. Whatever you're looking for, uh, you know, shade, shutters, drapes, whatever you're looking for, they have it and they're affordable and is surprisingly easy to do it yourself. You don't have to do it yourself, but they make it so simple it's worth it. The whole experience is really simple at Blinds.com. Use the promo code back now at Blinds.com. Now through Monday, April 15th. Yay, it's tax day. They have a spring Black Friday sale. I think they should call it the spring Black Monday sale. But anyway, 45% off everything, plus an extra 5% off with promo code BACK. That's a savings of 50% off everything if you use the promo code BACK. Do it right now at blinds.com. The sale ends Monday. Blinds.com.
0: Crazy week this week on the Blaze TV. Go to blaze TV.com slash Glenn. You can watch all of it, including the Biden expose that aired last night. If you missed it, you got to see it. Use the promo code glen.
2: You know, I just, uh, I, 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 I can't, I can't stop thinking about this book, The History of the Future, because it is such a microcosm of us, and I started reading it um, yesterday, and I'm a good way uh, through it, but there's just some stuff in here that all of us, all of us have gone through, and it's really the key, except this is at the billion-dollar level. This is the guy who at 19 invents oculus and he sells virtual reality virtual you know, yeah. yeah virtual reality he breaks a 50-year code this is one of the most brilliant people in today's tech okay literally breaks a code that no one else could figure out for 50 years they've been trying to do it couldn't figure it out he does it at 19 in the back of a trailer okay with no money nothing and he breaks it, and all these companies come out of the woodwork, and and uh, Facebook and Zuckerberg come with a $2 billion check, rumored to be maybe more. Uh, and they come and they say, we want to partner with you, blah, 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 and you've got to run it. So he, he does it, and he gets a lot of heat from people like, you sold out to Zuckerberg. And not because Zuckerberg is is
0: liberal, but because Zuckerberg is Zuckerberg and Facebook, you know, people now, know. Every time a small company gets bought by a bigger company, the, the fans of the small companies say they sold out. That's like right. so Yeah, typical. like those people wouldn't sell a, yeah. it for two billion dollars. Totally would. <laughs> Screw this company, two billion in my pocket. Uh-huh. I don't think I'd show up to work again.
2: So he's um, uh, lucky Is talking to uh, a friend at Facebook um, and they're talking about you know, how you can be how you can be, you know, nailed for um, speech in Europe. You know, you say something and you could go to jail and they're like, that's crazy, blah, blah, blah. Let me read this part. The talk of the first uh, the First Amendment soon segue in the talk of the second. Uh, and then eventually the conversation spiraled in the upcoming presidential election. Am I correct to assume that Bernie Sanders is super popular these days over at the commune? Chen asked lucky laughed yeah you'd be correct and you now the commune is would be facebook uh well i think there's a lot to like about bernie but personally i'm jazzed about donald trump wait what joe 10 joe chen asked taken aback did, did you say trump yeah i did yeah so what's once again What? (laughs) Lucky wasn't shocked by Chen's tongue tied reaction. This was actually mild by Silicon Valley standards. Go tell anyone at Facebook or Google or anywhere else that you thought Trump had some fresh ideas and you'd be lucky to get a response that didn't include an expletive. For that reason, Lucky had hardly told a soul it wasn't worth the argument. It wasn't worth explaining that, of course, he didn't think Trump was perfect. Of course, he didn't agree with anything, everything Trump uh, said on every issue. It's crazy, Lucky said. It's like they all voted for Obama, who obviously I didn't vote for. Chen asked, you were a Romney guy in 2012? No, I was a Gary Johnson guy. What about 2008? Lucky said, I was 16. <laughs> but at that point, because they all voted for Obama, I don't mean I don't take that to mean they agree with him 100 percent. I'm not like, oh, you voted for Obama. I didn't realize you supported civilian drone strikes.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> great, great. It? <laughs> great.
2: And he goes on. And now it's starting to get out uh, among the Facebook people. And he is talking to one of the guys at Facebook. And um, and the guy says uh, this is an email text message back and forth. Uh,
0: one of the guys from all Facebook. this is in the book, but right? all the evidence of yeah, these all conversations, these conversations, quotes, the actual text messages, the actual emails from Mark Zuckerberg. It's all in the book. It's in the book. It's
2: crazy. So one of the head guys over at uh, Facebook said, are you really pro Trump? I've heard this. He writes, no more anti Hillary. But yes. Why? Come on. You're brilliant. I didn't take that choice lightly. It has a lot of thought in it. I'll stay out of it. But Trump is bad news. He could be, Lucky said. I just think Hillary would be worse. And there are quite a few people who agree, including Peter Thiel. I'm happy to discuss in person. About 20 minutes later, Mitchell came in person to ask Lucky if he's really planning to vote for Trump. Yes, Lucky said. (laughs) Mitchell said, dude, I just thought you were way smarter than that. Mm. Now if you can't relate to mm. that, and now then what happens is this guy is blackballed and it comes from a reporter reaching out to Milo Yapanopoulos. Now uh lucky <laughs> He says it like that's a, actually the name. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. Yapinopoulos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yapanopoulos. Mm-hmm. Yippee, yippee, yep, 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 yep. He's like a dog. Yep, 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 Yep. Anyway, uh <laughs> so um uh you know Milo's under attack Yep at this point and uh lucky palmer decides he sees this pack that is making billboards for hillary clinton and they're doing billboards around the country that are very snarky that say oh if donald trump was so rich how come he didn't buy this billboard hmm. okay it's a great line it that's is a great brilliant. line wow really because obviously
3: he wants to own everything everywhere yeah, right and yeah. all billboards and that's and all the billboards. top top of yes. right. top of yeah. his mind
2: so uh Lucky hears about this this pack that's starting that they want to do snarky billboards, but nothing bad, nothing racist, nothing like that. They want to do snarky billboards next to the Hillary snarky billboards. (laughs) okay? Uh, and so he donates ten thousand dollars. Nothing to do with it. Ten thousand dollars. Well, a member of the press reaches out to Milo and starts accusing him of. You know, all kinds of stuff. And he's like, well, you're with this this company and, you know, uh, who is giving all this money. And he's like, well, I actually do. But he has nothing to do with it. He just donated some money and I don't have anything to do with it. And um, he said, well, and he, he, he backs and all of this exchange is in the book. He backs Milo into kind of a corner where Milo's really freaked out at this point. So he reaches out to Palmer and says, Palmer, this guy just wants to talk to you. Uh, so far, he hasn't printed anything that I have said. It's been off the record. And he said, do you trust him? And he's like, I don't trust anybody, but I think maybe this guy. And he's like, well, I'm not the face of this. I'm just I just gave money. And he said, yeah, I know. He just wants to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. He said, yes, I'll talk to him, but he cannot use my name. He can't do anything like that, blah, blah, blah. It's got to be all off the record. All of this is in transcript." the uh the uh, reporter agrees they get on they start talking to each other and next thing you know that reporter who works for the daily beast writes an article about how this guy at facebook the founder of oculus is responsible for some of the worst memes all over the internet
0: they had nothing to do with the internet had nothing, had nothing to, to do with internet. the worst memes that nope. were out there he and gave ten thousand dollars. The entire conversation and the knowledge was supposed to be off the record, and he broke that confidence. Right, and it and
2: it was broken. And the the uh, reporter said, "Hey, you didn't say everything that we said. All of our conversations were off record." So typical of Daily Beast. So yeah. typical. So typical. So they typical. They're really bad. Mm-hmm. And so Palmer then finds himself in a crap storm and doesn't know what to do. And it, I mean. If this doesn't make you shut down your Facebook account, I don't think anyone will. uh, Anything will. I mean, it really shows you that uh, they are not (laughs) uh, they're they're not fooling around when they will shoot themselves in the foot on a two billion dollar acquisition and force this guy out. Two billion dollars. Yeah. They what care do you about think? your tweets.
0: They they freaking they fired a guy that was worth billions. They don't care because of politics. They, don't they don't really
2: don't care about your tweets or and your this, Facebook messages. This story is told by uh, Blake Harris, a liberal, and nobody will mm. give him the time of day. And I urge you to read this
0: book. Yes, <laughs> do yeah, History of the Future or whatever. So we have the ice cream. <laughs> this is now five is flavors, five and six from Brooker's founding flavors. Pat has made the selections here. This we is a, this is an ice cream company started by uh, fans of the show. Yes, and it's all based on Founding Fathers. So, they have James uh, Armistead's Double Spy Undercover, which is chocolate ice cream with toffee chunks, mm-hmm. swirls of marshmallow cream, and caramel. Oh, my gosh. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. Right here. Try this, try this out. Oh, my gosh. That's the brown one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That
2: is fantastic. Mm. Now, this has wow. 18% butterfat. Pat and I are ice cream mm. connoisseurs. Pat and I, mm. oh and God. we look at look at us. We've had ice cream literally ever since I was a childhood. My my dad started this, a bowl of ice cream, and it is nobody makes a bowl of ice cream like me. No, I've never seen anything like it. This
0: is completely true. <clears throat> I remember going over to Glenn's at one point, mm-hmm. and he makes dinner, uh, and and it's you know like again it was really good food. Like Glenn knows his food, and he you know <laughs> as you can see. And wait a minute, he makes food, it's really good, but normal portions. You're having this nice meal, you're like, Yeah, you want some ice cream? Sure. He brings out this bowl, like, that is, I think, like used to store lar- like, at a produce store. You <laughs> picture, like, in the middle of the aisle, like a centerpiece, and it yeah. could store like 60 it's like to a 70 oranges, salad bowl. right? <laughs> and <laughs> every like- Every inch. Every inch. Is filled with ice cream. And then it's like, and then it's piled up over mm-hmm. the top. So like, it's like maximum mm-hmm. structural possibility of how much my ice cream you can My father taught me well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've been eating
2: it my whole life. I think this is the best ice cream I've ever had. Mm. Me too. It's
3: really, really, really. So weird. now, I mean, I'm, What's I'm positive the, about it. This yeah, is better than anything we've even made at home. Yeah. And we make pretty good ice cream at home. Mm. Usually yes. you do the best ice cream you have. This is better than that. Oh, my gosh, this what's amazing. this other
0: one? So the other one is um, mm. um, my favorite uh, founding father, Ben Franklin. He's brought with us uh, Black Raspberry Republic, if you, if can you keep, can keep it. it. <laughs> now, I you will that. not keep it in the bowl because you will eat it, but still. So it's you can keep it. This is Black Raspberry ice cream with dark chocolate chunks.
2: Like our Republic, you can't keep this This is like this not only the smoothest ice cream I've ever had. This is mm. like oh. the best flavors mm-hmm. I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This guy's a genius. Mm-hmm. Really, a genius. Yeah, this is going to be a thing, isn't it? This is a dad. Yeah, this is going to be a thing. Right. I am, and if I'm not the first franchise, right. I'm telling you, I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming for you. <laughs> when they franchise, I really want to own a franchise. I'm on the show too. I want first Rate of refusal as well.
3: Are they planning to franchise? I don't know. They are now. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's really good. I, I think know. they should sell this in stores. So far, I think they have two locations, right? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it was three. Three. Mm-hmm. And they're Black putting it.
2: They're putting it online soon. It's not yet online, but it will be.
0: If you are a fan of ice cream, it's Brookers. Brookers founding flavors, and in Utah. It's in Utah, right? So if you happen to be in Utah, you can go there, or you know, you can plan a family trip. Gosh, (laughs) you can (laughs) you can charter an airplane and land near their location. I would advise it. And in Utah, Mm. you you probably know too bad you you don't know anybody with an airplane. You know (laughs) Leatherbees. Ice cream This
3: is Way better than that I've never had Leatherby's. Way better I mean Leatherby's I That's think, unbelievable Dominates the, and, But this every We haven't had phenomenal. How many
2: flavors have we had? Six Six We are not healthy people Have not had a flavor That I would go You know you go to uh, You go to uh, Look at ice cream And you look in the mm. You look in the You know the freezer And you're like I don't know And you'll get stuff That you're like eh, nah. That's okay
0: mm-hmm. I
2: haven't had one That I don't like
0: Yeah really really good you can tell how real it is too because it takes like a month to melt <laughs> it just sits there 18 percent butterfly amazing mm. amazing um i mean i the high reviews brookers founding flavors in utah uh we have uh, arthur brooks coming up uh, in a couple seconds here i also want to give you this quick stat right now in these prediction markets we've been talking about with the elections yeah and they can predict you know you can bet on who's going to win essentially mm-hmm. um we've been talking about these for years right now these markets believe there is a thirty percent chance, so basically one in three, it's that Buttigieg. either the the nominee for the Democratic uh, president uh, presidential candidate will either be Pete Buttigieg or Andrew Yang.
3: You got to be kidding!
0: A me. one in three chance that it's uh, the guy wow. from m- the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, or a tech entrepreneur that you've never heard of I until agree. the last couple of months. I agree. You're a big Buttigieg guy. He's not. He's now tied for the lead with Bernie Sanders in yep, the prediction polls. Now, I his agree. polling is not there yet, but he's got a good profile, and yeah. he seems to be getting momentum. Look, I- people are done. People. One of the reasons why Donald Trump won
2: is because people are done with these guys. They're just done with them. And I don't care what his qualification. I know I don't trust any of you people. Mm. And that's why. That's what the border is. The border is not about Mexico. The border is about we don't trust the people in Washington to ever do what they say. So build the damn wall and I don't have to talk to you about it
0: anymore. Yeah, that's what that's about. These two are are popular because they're completely out of the system. Yeah, Andrew Yang, if you, if you watch Ben Shapiro's interview with Andrew Yang, I don't think in my entire life, legitimately, I've ever seen a Democratic candidate do an interview like that. I mean, it's all substance. It's all policy. There's no like, there's no gotcha questions. There's no like, you know, it's a real conversation. And I've never heard a Democrat show up for an interview like that. You mean, because, you know, again, like you maybe would see it on like Pod Save America from the left, but this is from the right. It's really interesting. And Buttigieg has a lot of that sort of underground Obama um, era support. Those people who supported Obama, they're not going to Biden. They're going to Jet. All
2: right. I need to tell you about Field of Greens. Uh, Field of Greens. Um, I got a, an email in, a couple of emails. One said, hey, my whole family is getting sick. And I realized I'm not getting sick because I, my immune system has been uh, boosted. Glenn, I have good news and bad news. Good news is I'm still not sick. Thankfully, the uh, amoxicillin has helped my wife and daughter recover from the bug. Thank you again for telling me about Field of Greens. It boosted my immunity and I don't have time to get sick. Bad news is my son fell off of uh, the couch and broke his arm. Does Field of Greens have anything to do with uh, you know childhood carelessness? Nope, sorry, they can't help you there, but they can boost your immunity with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. It'll boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. You can get it now at brickhouseglenn.com and get 15% off your first order when you use my name, G-L-E-N-N, plus 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Call them at Ring B-H-N, 833 Ring B-H-N. Uh, that's Brickhouse Nation, 833 Ring B-H-N, or brickhouseglenn.com welcome to the uh program coming up in uh, just a second i want to i want to pursue this conversation a little bit about um andrew yang and uh, pete buddha judge because i i think uh i think if the democrats are smart uh they'll they'll nominate one of these two guys because they're completely out of the system they're completely radical different thinkers especially yang uh and uh, one would be our first Asian One would be our first gay president uh, So they got that going for them But more importantly you, you don't have anybody Who is really thinking Completely out of the box And I think America is, is Ready for a completely out of the box Thinker
1: The fusion of entertainment And enlightenment This is the Glenbeck Program
2: There is real uh, discrimination going on, but it is criminalization, criminalization, Of uh, homosexuality around the world Uh, And Trump is standing up against it And we all need to stand up against it Uh, There is criminalization Happening around the world With freedom of speech And it's getting closer and closer to our own shores Uh, And it is It's quite frightening what's happening There is is Proposed criminalization Of private health care That comes from Bernie Sanders And you want to know what the big crime is? I always thought we went to the moon. I always thought NASA, we went to the moon. (laughs) Really? Really, NASA? I saw your picture of the black hole uh, this week, and I know what game you're playing, and I'm going to prove you a liar within the next 60 minutes, and you will see it with your own eyes. I'm on to you, NASA. I am on to you. Coming up.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program.
2: All right, our uh, sponsor this has, uh, this half hour is the United States Concealed Carry Association. They really uh, are a group of people that uh, are pushing for um, education. Pushing also to protect responsible gun owners like you, because there is a real there's a real battle coming up on guns and we need people like the USCCA and they need you. But they want to open up the conversation by giving you a new free gun. They're giving away 19 guns away, uh, but they just they're, they're kind of doing a little test. You don't have to answer this. You just have to you can guess. You can guess the gun they're giving away. Nineteen of them uh, is one of the most popular double action pistols in the world today. It's often the gun of choice for law enforcement officers, civilians and our military, and its accuracy makes it the ideal concealed carry gun can be used as a perfect training gun right out of the box. What is the gun? I know, but I've texted back to eight, seven, two, two, two do it now and find out and you're automatically uh, registered to win one of the 19 free guns. You know, this is not a contest they're doing on MSNBC. Uh, text BECK, B-E-C-K to 87222. Before we get to uh, Brad and 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 Stu will uh, tell you the the thing we're talking to Brad Palumbo about in just a second. I wanted to uh, I want to I- introduce you uh, to a concept that we've all known for a long time. Me, we I never went to the moon. Dude, by the way, did you hear that Israel failed to land their lunar rover on the moon? I didn't even know they were going to the moon. Mm. Uh, at the last minute, they lost contact with the ILM and it it crashed down on the moon. Uh, So what the cable at the top of the soundstage broke. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, have you seen, do we have the picture of the black hole uh, that NASA released? Now
0: this is like 50 some million light years away. Okay.
1: That's
2: not a black hole.
0: I'm looking at it now. I mean, what else would, I mean, what would you say it is? Well,
2: I am a, I am a son of a baker. That is a glazed donut. On a velvet background, uh, with an orange light hitting one side really hard, and the camera's out of focus. So I brought Chance in. Chance is a uh, an artist of ours and a and a cameraman of ours. And, Connoisseur of Taco Bell. <laughs> yes, and uh, Most and importantly. and do you think do you think you can recreate that picture? Do you think uh, we're going to try? Okay. I bet we can get close. Okay, get close. So now the the camera is beaming the pictures to the control room. Right. Okay. So we have to have the lights off for this?
5: Uh, I think I can do it without the lights off.
2: Without the lights on? With the on. lights on, yeah. With the lights on, okay. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, so what we're going to do, and we'll see the first picture here and see if we can get it close. But my theory is that's 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 a picture of a donut.
0: That is absolutely it, a picture of a donut. I don't think you could get a, the picture of a donut to look like that. I think you can. I think you can. Let's see I mean,
1: what
2: you Chance always can say. do. Glenn, you're a very visual man. It's true. Right? right? And you know, you know, and photography, know f- you know, the you know, the stuff and I know food and you know that donuts is, better than literally right. anyone that in is human a human donut filmed. OK, so uh, let's go into the interview. And, and if you're watching
0: and we'll tweet these pictures out, but I'm telling you, by the end of the hour, we will have that picture of that black hole. And the perfect lead in to a, a, a real life uh, tragedy all around the world is, of course, talk about donuts. Um, but we go to brad palumbo who's uh, with uh, young voices and national review um and brad's been on us uh, with us before he wrote an uh, op-ed in the washington examiner christians and lgbt advocates could should come together and support trump's fight against gay criminalization brad joins us now
6: hey thanks for having me on
2: you bet
0: so tell me what's happening here brad
6: Yeah, absolutely. So the Asian island nation of Brunei just enacted Sharia law. It went into effect in early April. So they're now one of 72 countries that criminalize homosexual behavior. They make it illegal to be gay. In fact, they even give people the death penalty by stoning. So thankfully, I think this has triggered. A bipartisan backlash. But what I really called on everybody in this piece to do is to come together. Whether you're personally Christian, religious, conservative, or you're a wild progressive LGBT advocate, not going to happen. All stand up for human dignity. It might not happen. No, I I I
2: tell you, it won't happen. I went when this was happening in Russia. Remember, they started giving, uh, they started denying driver's license to people who were gay in
0: Russia, and then there were the the uh, uh the outlawed news. like pda in public remember <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the anti-pda law right. and, and it was when it was voted on it was if i'm if i'm not mistaken unanimous in in the russian uh, uh, uh legislative branch
2: so they uh, they also there were rumors that they were just scooping homosexuals up uh and they were killing them in one of the provinces or districts or whatever they call yeah. them over there
6: Chania. uh pardon me it was in Chechnya, right? right? And I want to actually give you give you credit on that, Glenn, because I listen to your show all the time, and I remember that you had some activists on, undercover activists yes. from Chechnya, and you were out there being, I think, one of the only ones that I was aware of, of religious conservatives standing up for human dignity and standing up for human rights. So well, I, think, I think that you were an example with that.
2: Well, Brad, I will tell you that long before that, three, four years before that, I went and asked for a private meeting with GLAD uh, in New York, and I said, "Look, we're never going to agree on a lot of stuff. We're never going to agree on bakeries and everything else, but we can agree on human rights. And just because you're gay, you should not—you should not lose your driver's license. You should not lose your life. You should not. None of these things." Uh, and we can stand on this, and we have to come together. Christians who do not agree with you on what you're pushing, and you who don't believe uh, with Christians, we need to come together and say this cannot happen. I spent a the one of the most frustrating hours of my life in a meeting. They could not get past the cake,
6: and that bothers yeah, that bothers me to no end, Glenn.
2: <laughs> I mean, it it just showed me that. You're not serious. You're not serious. Because cake is cake. These homosexuals here can get married and they can go buy a cake someplace else. These people are being killed. Where are your priorities?
6: Yeah, I've never had any trouble obtaining cake. I can tell you that, Glenn and Stu. Uh, but what it, what it shows me, and I, I've been a longtime critic of kind of the progressive LGBT movement for exactly this reason. You know, Trump derangement syndrome is real, guys. I remember after Trump announced this initiative uh, to fight the decriminalization of homosexuality worldwide, it's an initiative led by Ambassador Rick Grinnell, um, the progressive reaction to it was kind of ridiculous. I mean, one op-ed in Out magazine, an LGBT publication. Well, it went viral because it bizarrely argued that Trump's plan to decriminalize homosexuality is an old racist tactic. Oh my gosh! These people are not discussing these issues in good faith, and they're more interested in weaponizing them for political purposes than actually coming together and getting things done. And that's a shame.
1: And
2: and where has Donald Trump ever? ever given any indication that he was anti-homosexual ever
6: i think as far as republican presidents go he is on issues of gay rights definitely the best that i'm i've ever known in fact i mean he came into uh the oval office with a neutral position on same-sex marriage right states should have the right to legalize it he's it's settled law that's better than what barack obama was saying in 2008 so i give him credit on that even if he does uh, in general have some positions maybe I wouldn't personally agree with.
2: On on homosexual rights?
6: No, but okay. I do think some of his some of his stances on transgender issues are more controversial. But I think on, on on gay rights he absolutely has been probably the best president um in modern history, is definitely the best Republican.
2: So so Brad, what do you suggest that people do?
6: So I think that we can all do something to Stop these atrocities that are going on in Brunei and going on in 71 other countries, regardless of our partisan feelings. One thing you can do is you can support President Trump's initiative, right? He's already taking diplomatic steps to punish countries that are violating the human rights of gay people. Look at how tough he's been on Iran. Iran is one of the worst countries in the world to be gay, and he's taken all sorts of Mm. diplomatic actions against them. Another thing we can do is boycott the American hotels that Brunei actually owns bernie sultan and royal family own a number of hotels in america
3: which are what are Uh, they
6: so i don't have a list in front of me but you can actually go to george clooney's twitter account and he's tweeted them all out (laughs) i wouldn't normally be i think allies with george clooney but hey that shows you how we should all be able to come together on this another thing i would encourage people to do is to donate to the charity rainbow road a lot of these lgbt charities are extremely political extremely partisan rainbow road is not one of those what they do is they help lgbt people escape and flee countries where their lives are in danger from oppressive governments. So most importantly, I think everyone's just got to love thy neighbor, you know, and, and embrace an attitude of human dignity and mutual tolerance.
0: I feel like this is a little bit too heavy an issue to ask this question, but uh, do you think the NASA photo was faked with a glazed donut? <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, I haven't seen the rest of your show yet. So I mean, yeah. that's the hard evidence,
2: Brad. So when you see it, I, if we can get it right, <laughs> when you do, we have the first photo. Let's bring up the first photo. Mm. Bring up the first photo. Okay. Okay. Now let's see, it doesn't work. Oh no! I, it's closer than I thought it would be, though. I mean. Yeah, but that's but it's not, not right you're right it's, it's not, not that, right it's <laughs> not right that that could be something but it does still kind of look like a donut we'll tweet these photos out individually yeah. by we the gotta way gotta get rid of i I'll think we have to hit to some of the lights mm-hmm. um okay all right uh brad thank you so much appreciate it the assistant editor Good, for, for uh, uh, assistant editor for young voices would you write down what is it rainbow road rainbow road yeah would you write that down so yes, we can look into that organization i, I will I, I, you know, I think that's,
0: that's an organization if that's really what they do i support that organization yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the, this is the issue of focusing on low-hanging fruit, right? Like, there's this is low-hanging fruit. The, the the ability that, you know, the idea that we can step together and say, okay, Donald Trump, yeah, he's the guy you don't like on the left, but you know what he's doing? He's, he's going after people who are victimizing these groups you say you care so much about. Uh, instead of arguing about politics here in the United States, here's something that we can all actually be on the same side on. And, doesn't raise money, though. No, it's, it's, the deal. it doesn't get clicks. It doesn't, it doesn't get clicks, yeah. and it doesn't raise money. I know, and that's that's. I mean, that is a huge problem, and I and I, and I don't care if it never gets a click. It's it's worth talking about because yes. there are a million issues like that where you know Arthur Brooks, who's on your podcast this weekend, really um, good, who's awesome. He's a, he's one of my personal heroes. Like Mine the guy, too. He Mine too. Legitimately, he's able to do all the things I say in my head I want to do. He's somehow Me able to do them. Right? Too. You know, right? Yeah. And uh, he's super smart, and he, he he's run um, American Enterprise Institute. You go watch his TED talk on on capitalism and what it's done in the in in the world. Again, it's a TED talk. This is not a conservative audience. He's able to go to these places where people don't even hear these ideas about how good capitalism is, and, and tell these stories. Um, and you know he does that really really well. And one of the ways he does it is that he, there's a million issues in which we can find a common ground and both all be right on. And his point is. Instead, we are incentivized by the media and, and, uh, and all of these other um, things to focus on the slight differences and make them as expansive as possible. And now, look, we have real differences with people like Bernie Sanders. And, and, he, and this is, you know, Arthur Brooks is a conservative. He's not arguing we adopt his policies by any means. But instead of uh, constantly looking for the outrage and the conflict, trying to instead find those things where we can actually persuade people. To our point of view. Yeah, he's he's
2: a brilliant, brilliant yeah. guy, uh, and he's going to be on the podcast this weekend. That's the Saturday podcast. Wherever you get podcasts, make sure you sign up for the Glenbeck Beck podcast. Uh, you get this show every day. And then on Saturdays, you get an amazing interview with somebody uh, that has just something incredible to tell. Arthur Brooks is one of the most hopeful people I think I've ever met. He'll make you believe that, you know, wait a minute. Hang on just a second. No, freedom might actually win here. Uh, and and he's right. He's right. If we just start looking at the the right things, all right. Let me tell you a little bit about Simply Safe, our sponsor. Simply Safe, one hundred percent committed to helping you fear less at home. They protect your home twenty four seven without any kind of. You know, hidden fees or contracts, uh, there's no wires, there's no strings attached to this. This is why this uh, home security company is now changing the home security business and protecting over three million people, homes and businesses. They were started by a young guy who was just trying to help his friends, you know, with a with a few rented apartments that they were getting broken into. Now they're completely changing and disrupting an entire industry. They're exploding because they have respect for you, the customer, and they have great products. You can set up your system in about 45 minutes. It's really simple. There's no salespeople coming to your house. Nobody trying to upsell you at all. It's home security from an amazing company. Now, they, uh, what they have is you go and pick out the system because you're smart enough to figure out how many doors and windows you have. You it comes in a box. You can you can go get it. I think at Best Buy or you can order online. You're going to save money if
0: you order online. And if you use simplysafebeck.com, you get that 10% discount. You don't want to avoid that. Thank you. But if you if you when you get the box,
2: you open it up, you plug it in, and it automatically tells you, okay, here's what you need to do. It makes it easy. Walks you right through it. Yeah. Simply safe. Simplysafebeck.com. That's simply safe beck. Dot .com 10 seconds break for station ID All right we have the second picture out you have uh we have chance Let's put this second picture up for the um uh, have just sent it to you oh we're (laughs) getting okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right we're getting close here see i'm telling you because with the orange it now has an orange hue to it it looks very similar we put the orange light on it so in case you missed this setup here the nasa photo came out about the black hole and glenn instead of celebrating incredible scientific achievement decided he believed it was not real (laughs) and believed it was just a photo of a a glazed glazed donut. donut with an orange light on it, it With hit the a right vel- way. Black velvet background, so you don't see the
2: background. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that's not that's not right because it now it does look like an orange circle now, but it doesn't have the light. Okay, the, you just it. took another one. Do we have another? We have another uh, photo. Okay. So what are you? Okay. So wait a minute. What are you? Uh, you padded down one side. What did you do? Or just adjust the light?
0: Uh, just an- adjusting the light right now. Just adjusting the light. It's getting close. I will say it look it is amazingly close considering this is just a picture of a donut. It does look close to the NASA photo. Now, it's not exact. I mean I But you I need mean if they the released, I will say a this. little brighter Glenn, if they just released if they didn't release the actual NASA photo and just released your photo of a donut as the actual NASA photo, I would have believed it legitimately i, I would have be like it. oh wow look at that that's amazing okay hang on he's I'm gonna take to another a picture one here of
2: it. hitting it with a little harsher light all right grab one of those
0: yeah try that one
2: hang on because the light is bright
0: <laughs> okay not quite, hey, but it's getting it's getting very close And because one of the things you notice is the lower side of the photos and if you want to see these photos you can get that's them the hard part Gledbeck's uh twitter we'll tweet them out from there but you'll notice one side getting hit with a light a lot brighter than the other is something you'd notice in the initial NASA photo of the black hole, supposedly. Uh, this Go to the next one. Go to the next photo because he took a couple. Well, that one... Did you well, that eat, one is, take a bite out of the donut? I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but... <laughs> that one looks like... <laughs> I don't... I don't think that was appropriate. I don't think cuz I think we've ruined think, our, I our think, chances. Um, I th- yeah. I think we got pretty freaking close before you to took the bite. Yeah, go back to the
2: <laughs> That was for me to take the bite, not you to take the bite. Sorry. I mean, jeez, man.
0: Uh all right. That's pretty close. Is that the closest one would you say? Is that the closest one we Chance? can get? I
5: think that's that's probably as close as I can get with the uh, with the lighting in here. Right, the brights did. are
0: a little bright in here so we're having
5: issues yeah. with that.
0: But it's pretty close. Honestly, like if that was released from NASA, I would not question it. And that's 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 the, the we are sheep. That aren't is. We. Can I we tell you? We are something? sheep. Can I tell you something? Honestly, that just looks like
2: you could interchange those two and you would not you would not know. You would not know. You would just say, "Oh, here's another picture of the black hole."
0: Yeah. Yes. Ab- can we tweak
2: those two side by side? can tweet those two, uh, you know, from my account. Uh, We can tweet those two side by side.
0: It it is close enough that people would not know one is a donut and one is a black hole. What if we say, like, this is another additional image of the black hole has been released by NASA and see if people can tell. Because I don't think they could tell. I do not think that they could tell. That is a, it's a pretty close it's a pretty close and apparently to chance delicious uh yeah. recreation i mean did you I have hope that actual right? black hole tastes as good yeah. <laughs> uh all right mm. it's dense dense calories in a black hole by the way speaking yeah. of dense calories where's our ice cream we need, we need more ice cream We still have four to, ch- to try before the end of the show four we've I, I, I think so. you know what's amazing about this is we've had a couple of spoonfuls of ice cream of all of these flavors, which I would say that probably comes to an, a normal bowl, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. I am so full. It's so good. It's so heavy, and dough. it's so good.
2: Mm-hmm. We're we're trying Brookers uh, ice cream. If I would have had a donut, it would have been good. Good with it. Oh, you have extra. Uh, Brookers got one extra. Uh, Brookers uh, uh, founders mm-hmm. flavors. It's this this uh, family oh. that is a fan of the show. And they decided to go into the ice cream making company, our ice cream making business, and tie it to our
0: founding of our nation. And it's delicious.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: Are you one of those people who's eaten 5,000 pounds of ice cream in a morning? Um, then maybe you need a sturdy chair, one that can support you in a lot of places you didn't need support earlier in the day. Hey, friend, how about <laughs> if I told you about the new X
2: chair? Oh, that's that's perfect. It's much more uh, like a recliner than a regular office chair. So if you've had 10,000 calories of ice cream, you can
0: go and sit <laughs> in your X chair and fall fast asleep. Let's say your core can no longer support you sitting upright. <laughs> You need an X-chair. X-chair. <laughs>
2: Available now. X-chair. Definitely not your grandfather's office chair unless your grandfather was Santa. <laughs> uh, X-chair. Get an X-chair now. X-chairbeck.com. You'll understand why this is the best office chair made. X-basic model now for $100 off or as low as $28 a month with 0% financing. Order today. You get the free foot rest as well. You'll be asleep in your office before four nine fifteen <laughs> it's x chair 30 day money back guarantee x chair that's x chair or 844 x chair promo code beck
0: if you miss glenn's tv show on the border this week exposing what's behind the border you can get it for free at Glenbeck.com or youtube make sure you watch this one so a, a fan of our uh,
2: program, uh, a listener to the show, Scott Bertrand, uh, I met last night. He flew in into uh, Dallas uh, with, this, with this machine that he invented. And it is, it's incredible. He's a doctor. He'd been working with veterans and uh, people with cerebral palsy, people who uh, have really, really bad backs, uh, and, and, and people in wheelchairs. And he thought, you know, everybody always says when you have a bad back, oh, you got to do sit-ups. And he's like, that's the worst thing for your back. You know, you start doing sit-ups and everybody's like, well, that's bad for your back. So don't do the sit-ups. Well, you're telling me to strengthen my core. How do I do it? And he said, um, I think it was he was was golfers or something. And he started to realize that, you know, the body where in nature are you actually doing the sit-up? When are you ever doing when you were laying flat in nature and all of a sudden you just have to sit up and sit back and sit up and sit back? He's like, that's not that's just not a natural movement. And and to to strengthen the core, if you're only strengthening the back or the stomach, what about the obliques and and everything else? So he invented this machine and it sounds crazy, um, but he invented this machine and it's now being picked up by uh, hospitals, especially veteran hospitals. Um And uh, and and uh, and rehab centers. But it's now being picked up by sports medicine. Some of the some of the big football teams are starting to buy this thing. It's amazing. It's called all core 360. I did it. And he said, uh, I'm going to kind of go easy on you. And I'm like, look at me. I'm the picture of health. You can go hard. <laughs> Uh, and what you do is you sit in a chair and it, you, you're strapped in your legs and everything are strapped in. And he said, if your legs begin to feel like they're working out, he said, you're doing it wrong. All you have to do is sit up straight. That's all you have to do. You put your hands on your chest and you just sit up straight and your, your legs and your, your waist all strapped in. Okay. Then the thing tilts between I'm sitting at 90 degrees straight. It tilts between 90 and zero degrees. Okay. So you're either flat on your back sitting in this chair or you're you're flat on your face facing the ground. Okay, but your job is to sit up straight and you have to sit up with the back of the chair. Don't touch the back of the chair. Just keep your shoulders like, you know, so you're you're sitting up straight the whole time. So you're working the core as this thing spins around. I only did it to 70 degrees. And that was like when it stopped, he said, eh, good sound is going to happen here soon. And it was 10 minutes, five minutes one way, five minutes the other way. It was the hardest workout I've ever had in my life. And he said, you know, he was telling me some of the success stories of people who are in wheelchairs who don't have any core strength to them. They uh people who have like cerebral palsy, who have bad balance problems and how their lives are changing. I believe it. It is, it is an amazing, amazing invention, and it goes very much into the line of Ray Kurzweil, where Ray Kurzweil said, you only need 10 minutes a day, but you have to work all of your muscles at the same time. And he invented a machine, but that was like $15,000, and he does it, and he does it 10 minutes a day, and it works every muscle in your body. This one works 50 muscles at the same time, all at the same time. And it's amazing because you're not doing anything.
0: And by the time you get out of the chair, you're like, okay, that was good. <laughs> and you, all you did was sit there. That's interesting. It looks like it. I mean, it almost looks like fun. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it it's actually, not because I, it it's exercise. You,
2: but I tell you, it would uh, it would be a machine that I would go and work out on.
0: Well, because you, you're just sitting. Because I'm sitting there. Right.
2: <laughs> the Glenn Beck workout. No, because you know what? Honestly... I felt that I stood up and I felt that I felt that I've never felt it all the way around my core. I felt every muscle oh, yeah. that a couple of days
0: later will be killing you. Yeah. Um, speaking of that. Yeah. Um, maybe we should have some more ice cream. You know, it has been a tough week. Yeah, you know, we've done. I mean, we've
2: solved the border thing. We exposed Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Well, he didn't expose Joe Biden. Joe Biden exposed, he exposed himself. himself. And Ooh, what are a- <laughs> these flavors? One is like a lava rock.
0: We have one is gray like a lava rock. It is their vanilla. What? So it's called Black Madagascar Vanilla Ice Cream. It's this is called- Brooker's, Brooker's Founding Flavors. It's also called Aaron Burr's Murderous Shot,
2: which is a little dark. But, I mean, I guess this the ice black. cream's dark. Uh, so I'm going to eat. Which one are you eating? I'm trying the vanilla, Herm. Okay, I'm trying mm-hmm. the other one. What's the other one? The other one is Sybil Luddington's
0: Heroin Hash. <laughs> Does it have actual heroin in it? no i don't think so has malted vanilla ice cream with peanut brittle and chocolate fudge swirl we're getting into the peanut butter areas which mm-hmm. is my favorite place to it's not nice to explore but that is really good the vanilla is really good vanilla the no, black I'm not, vanilla i'm not the type of guy who goes to an ice cream shop and orders the vanilla ice cream no i want i want toppings and i want everything jammed in there i basically want to be eating a, a mouthful of candy that's cold what yeah, makes this <laughs> What makes this black? The the bean that would be yeah, a I guess brown. On it. Yeah. No, it's the uh, it's a black Madagascar bean. I don't know. Who, who knows? Who cares? Why do we care about that? Is it good? It's good. Oh my gosh, that's mm. no. the vanilla is like really good. Really good. This is again from I've never tasted a vanilla quite like that. Have you? No, it's different. It's uh, very different. You gotta, it's some, you gotta do something with the vanilla. I mean, now, I, I, I hear that vanilla is still the most popular flavor of ice cream in America, and it's like, I just don't... I mean, vanilla's fine. It's fine. But I mean, how can it be the most popular in well, a capitalist society Society with all these amazing innovations? Well, Hershey. Hershey makes vanilla good.
2: This peanut brittle ice cream is No, I've, I've mixed the two together.
0: Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so overwhelming. I just feel like I just sat on a core machine for the last half an hour. <laughs> Except I it was working like, the opposite, like it destroyed my core somehow. I feel like I'm probably going to sit
2: on a evacuation machine for a little while. I don't think today. we to hear that I mean, while we were eating. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't. Can we just... My
0: core is like okay okay dude i give up i can't sit upright
3: anymore i can't
0: Uh, put a perfect um as you're talking about the evacuation machine let's transfer to (laughs) arthur brooks brooks's podcast this weekend now you might say that's not a very good transition and i would agree uh we talked about arthur brooks just a minute ago now arthur brooks in case you don't know who he is he went to college got some black madagascar ice cream on your mustache just (laughs) i can't take you seriously well i can't take you seriously ever why do i have no oh i'm just an idiot okay (laughs) yeah uh so yeah he's i mean he's a yeah, well, pr- relatively well known. You know- guy. I mean, he's a big guy in the conservative circles, Do but he's know- been able to cross those lines and convince people in the middle and on the left that things like capitalism actually work. I think he has that skill in him
2: because he's an artist. Do you know what he went to school for? No. The French horn. Really? I he played think he was- the French horn. Wow. He went to school, and I bet his dad was like, oh, that's money well spent there, yeah. son. <laughs> and he wanted to be a professional French hornist. And so he went. I think that's the right way to say it. Um, and so he uh, he went on tour. He ends up, I think, in India. And he stays in India for a while. And then he lives abroad, I think, in maybe Spain And he stays in in Spain and he's playing the French horn. But at the time, he's seeing, you know, how bad things are in in India and how bad things are in Spain and the the socialism that's happening. And he decides to go. I think he goes back to school and uh, he decides to start uh, the American Enterprise uh, Institute. He does that for a while. He just quit. And now he's going to be a professor at Harvard. And it couldn't be a better professor at Harvard than than Arthur Brooks. I spent the day uh, talking to him for this podcast. Here's a clip of what's coming out tomorrow.
5: We're the Americans we always were. But it's a hard time. It's a hard time because after a financial crisis and all the stresses and strains, the belief that people in Washington, people who are in charge have left us behind, we get a dignity gap. There's a lot of despair when you travel around this country, Mm -hmm. and that despair is metastasized into something really dangerous, Mm -hmm. which is contempt. The -hmm. belief that somebody who disagrees with you is utterly worthless. The populism in Washington, the despair in the country, the the, the fact that economic growth has largely been focused on just the top 20% of the income distribution, this is kind of made up nasty mix of mm-hmm. circumstances and ecosystem that's really dangerous now put in social media mm-hmm. and anonymity it, all this together has created this environment that we see today where we we're still americans we're just oh. not our selves are we are we
2: are we misjudging each other for instance the the border I, i'm mm-hmm. convinced that the cry for a border wall is not really a cry for a border wall it's a cry it's it's a i have trusted you to take care of our problems i've trusted you that you cared about somebody coming in with ill intent somebody coming in with drugs um people coming in and and doing nefarious things i trusted you for so long and you keep telling me you want to fix it and then you don't I want a wall, not because I'm afraid of America, uh, because of Mexicans. I want a wall because I don't believe you actually mean this. And if I don't have a permanent wall, you can do whatever you want. But when the next guy comes in or when you don't have to be reelected, you're going to stop taking care of these things. And, And I think a lot of the frustration that's happening that is being being made into, oh, you're a racist. Is actually I don't trust the government anymore I don't trust people in power anymore and I want something fixed that used to be common sense
5: mm. you know there are a lot of issues like this that happen in times of real political polarization where it's not about the specific political case at hand these are avatar issues mm-hmm. well, you know w- you will see by the way the left On the political left in America we're talking effectively about open borders you know the the Democratic Party doesn't want open borders they've never talked about open borders before but the reason they are is to be in in contrast to what Mm -hmm. they think Trump is talking about Mm -hmm. and the people who support Donald Trump are saying what they're saying about the wall to be in contrast to what they believe Mm -hmm. the other side believes Mm -hmm. and you know in these times of incredible polarization we we do theater this is kind of and again I understand it's important to have sovereignty. I I understand it's important to have rule of law. But a lot of the times in the discussions that we have, we're trying to set ourselves apart from the other side. We're actually making issues that have traditionally not been at the center of the American conversation into those that are because we can get the daylight, the maximum amount of daylight between the two sides. And I think that's a perfect example.
2: It's Albert Brooks. Uh, sorry, Albert. I keep calling him Albert. Uh, Arthur Brooks, uh, and uh, he's going to be a uh, part of our podcast um, on Saturday tomorrow. Make sure you get it wherever podcasts are found. Make sure you subscribe and rate and review. That helps other people discover it. All right. Uh, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's LifeLock. Scammers are out there. It's tax season. Monday is tax day. Oh man, I can't wait to feel so charitable on Monday. How about you? Used to. How much money did you give to charity this oh,
0: year? Oh, I had a nice big fat. Well, it's not. I didn't write the check. They're just going to suck it out of my bank account on Monday. Yeah, and I'm really excited about it. I had to sign the forms and stuff yeah. last night and mail all the stuff out. And Matt, man, that's a giant chunk. I could have done something else with it.
2: Yeah, could have. I get. I get. I get the opportunity to pay taxes four times a year. Oh, the quarterly thing. That's yeah, fun. That's I fun. love that. They just vacuum and just Hoover stuff up.
0: Uh, four times a year. So I get to feel charitable four times a year. It's do you want to? I mean, you can publicly ask for this. What if they were to do it every month, like 12 times a year, maybe every day? They just suck money out of your account. Wouldn't that be so much fun? You could have that excitement every day. See how much <laughs> they're going to take now. I love that to do good things with. Oh, yeah. Things that I know I support. Anyway, um, if
2: you get a, an email from the IRS, it's not an email from the IRS. Most likely the IRS is not sending emails with attachments that you have to open this is a scam and the the subject line will say tax account transcript or something like that. Don't open it. It's a scam and they're trying to steal your identity. Now, you can protect yourself from all kinds of identity scams uh, by just signing up for Lifelock at lifelock.com. Use the promo code Beck. You're going to save uh, 10% right now on lifelock.com. Call 1 800 Lifelock or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code Beck. Get 10% off now. Lifelock.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you're here. Um, there's a couple of notes here that if you if you did not see you're having another
0: bowl. I don't think I could do it Stu. No, It's two more flavors to try.
2: Oh, my gosh. Uh, Brooker's founding flavors. Uh, this is a they're fans of the show. Best ice cream you've ever had. They're going to start shipping them nationally uh, soon. Uh, at least I hope uh, follow them on Instagram. It's uh, Brooker's founding flavors. It's best ice cream I've ever had. Bar none. Yeah, it's very, Pat
0: says the same thing very good um, so we have George Washington's indispensable flavor dark, mm-hmm. dark chocolate ice cream peanut butter cups peanut butter candies peanut butter swirl mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Christmas Attic's first uh, Patriot casualty speculus which I would <laughs> say is like cookie butter ice cream basically mm-hmm. um, with uh, with uh, chocolate covered uh, cook- uh, the you know the biscoff cookies or speculus cookies um, cocoa nibs and speculus butter swirl love it or cookie anyway, oh. Brooker's Founding Flavors.
2: I don't know if they'll ship it to you now. I mean, you can't order it online, but maybe they'll ship it to you. You have a special occasion or something. This is really good ice cream. Um, oh anyway, uh, yesterday I did another chalkboard, and this is probably the most complicated story I think we've ever tried to lay out on a chalkboard ever. Yeah. Uh, and it is the corruption of Joe Biden. And you can find it now uh, on theblazetv.com slash Glenn. It was last night's TV show on on monday we're going to give you part two uh which is another this one will mondays will are going to make joe biden look like a rookie uh and uh when you see monday's show with what he has pulled off in china you will understand why uh people who have been researching this for several years say he's the most corrupt vice president in history uh, if he gets in and there is a Republican Congress, I will tell you, I think his family will go to jail, uh, because this investigation, uh, Paul Manafort went to jail for exactly the same thing that we just talked about last night. And what we showed you Joe Biden did with his son in Ukraine is obscene, but it's nothing, nothing compared to what we we're going to show you on Monday. Joe Biden and his China piggy bank. That's on Monday. You can find him now at glenbeck.com or
3: com slash Glenn.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.